everyone this is wednesday december 29th 2021 it is 6 31 p.m eastern standard of course as we welcome you once again to the wcwshq here in trinity north carolina as we get set to bring you of course episode number 286 of the wcws radio network's weekly pop culture review show this is of course wcws outside the ropes once again, ladies and gentlemen, from the HQ, this is Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you as we, of course, get set to bring you today's pop culture news and views, and plus also your pop culture history and birthdays for this evening. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, to get you prepared for tonight's edition of Revolution later this evening, we will also be bringing you, of course, some wrestling news tidbits to get you, of course, all ready to go here, of course, for that. If you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening on Outside the Ropes, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number is always 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we, of course, plan, plan to bring you here, of course, here this evening. Let us now proceed. First off, ladies and gentlemen, before we go to, of course, our friends at 411 Mania, let us, of course, check some stories courtesy of our friends at CNN. And, of course, we do go to our Amazon Echo Dot to bring you some of those stories as, of course, we say the following to bring those stories to you. Alexa, current news. Chad, here's your news. From CNN. This is a CNN breaking news alert for December 29th, 2021 at 5.45 p.m. Eastern Time. A jury found Maxwell guilty on five of six counts related to her role in Jeffrey Epstein's sexual abuse of underage girls between 1994 and 2004. Maxwell, 60, had pleaded not guilty to six federal charges, sex trafficking of a minor, enticing a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts, transporting a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, and three related counts of conspiracy. Maxwell faces up to 65 years in prison. For more CNN audio news, go to cnn.com audio.com or the CNN app. Chasing Life is sponsored by Sleep Number. Some of us fight a constant temperature battle at bedtime. Too hot, too cold, feet in, feet out. These uncomfortable nights can cause you to wake up multiple times and ruin a good night's sleep. As we head into chilly weather, it's a good time to look at how your temperature affects your sleep. 
The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is available with temperature balancing technology to help you sleep just right. Go to sleepnumber.com to learn more about how proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Hey everyone, it's Sanjay. You know, I've loved spending this season of chasing life with you. And one of the best parts of this podcast has been learning about the smart, simple things we can all do to optimize our mental and physical health. I often find myself returning to these strategies again and again. So I'm excited to share some of my surprising Alexa, tips. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, apparently, like I said, his Amazon Echo Dot has switched over to, of course, another another series here, of course, here this evening. So it looks like in addition with the, of course, with the exception of that breaking news story, <clears throat> Uh, we look like we're not going to have any other stories here, courtesy of, of, of the of, of our friends at CNN. But I will, of course, also want to thank that for, of course, our friends at CNN and the Amazon Echo Dot for, of course, assisting us here on Outside the Ropes here the last several months, which has been proven to be a very successful partnership, of course, and we will continue to use that into, of course, 2022. Amazon Echo Dot, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, is a very proven, uh, uh, of course, uh, research tool, of course, in case you research tool. In case, of course, you're not anywhere near your phone or your computer and you need to, some, need to check out something that might be important for a critical meeting, a job interview, or even a child's uh, school project. Of course, Amazon Echo Dot, of course, is very, very helpful in obtaining a lot of those and obtaining a lot of those, of course, uh, badly, badly needed uh, s- situa- situations and scenarios. Also, of course, it will also do anything from tell you the tell you the web to, of course, provide. Also, of course, they can provide updates on on any orders that you may, have, of course, have um, that you may have, of course, uh, recent re- recently uh, uh, done on Amazon.com. It will give you an update about when you should receive your order. And, of course, like I said, when it's left, the point of origin, and when it should arrive at your home. The Amazon Echo Dot has proven to be a very useful tool, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, <clears throat> um, so be sure to, of course, if you don't have an Amazon Echo Dot here today, ladies and gentlemen, or something close to, of course, in the Amazon line of products there, be sure to, of course, check one check those Check those instruments, of course, out here uh, today. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's now go ahead. Let's now let's now go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and go to, of course, our friends at Four Eleven Mania to. A, for, for an update on several other pop culture stories making the rounds. As always, ladies and gentlemen, throughout 2021, we, the WWUS Radio Network, of course, has, as as always, thanked our friends at 411mania.com for allowing their stories on all of our shows right here, of course, in addition to right here every Wednesday night on Outside the Ropes. Also, of course, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on WCWUS Revolution. Every Thursday on NWO Wolfpack, every every Monday afternoon on WCWS Raw Radio, also 
Also, of course, every Tuesday on WCW US Wrestling Revisited, every Thursday on WCW US Wrestling Debate, every Friday, of course, on WCW US Sports Machine. And we hope to continue, of course, the partnership between the radio network and 411mania.com as we will, of course, continue to utilize 411mania on all of our shows that was just listed. Plus, also, of course, hopefully bring you bring you some more bring you some more shit bring you of course like i said more updates here from 411 manias of course listed of like movies television news to music news wrestling news news on video games and also news about the mma so hopefully like i said wws and of course 411mania.com will hopefully be continue to prove to be a proven team in 2022 our first story coming at you here, ladies and Jeremy Thomas posted this story as the creator of Squid Game is talking with Netflix about a third season. Squid Game only has one season thus far, but it's such a hit that the creator says he's talking with Netflix about tripling that count. Hoang Dong Hoik, sorry I mispronounced that name, but with Korean broadcast service KBS per the Korea Times and confirmed that he is in discussion for at least two more seasons. He says, I'm in talks with Netflix over season two as well as season three, which was said, <clears throat> of course, by, by their creator. No conclusion anytime soon. The South Korean thriller became Netflix's biggest cultural phenomenon of 2021 with 1.65 billion hours viewed in its first 28 days and continuing strength and sustained viewing beyond that. The series has critical and awards acclaim and centers around a group of 456 players in need of money who accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games at a remote island in hopes to winning 406 billion won. However, they'll soon find out that the prize comes with deadly high stakes. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are fans of Squid Game, be looking out here. There may be some more coming your way here very, very soon. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Disney Plus releases the gag reel for season one of Hawkeye. Hawkeye finished up first season last week, and the gag reel has now been released. Disney released the gag reel on the show's page on Disney Plus. But if you're not feeling like firing up the app, it's also available right here via a Twitter account. The show has not yet been renewed for a second season, but it's worth noting that Disney Plus has been advertising it as a season finale and not a series finale, which means there is a definite possibility we'll get another run of the show uh, featuring the characters Clint Barton and Kate Bishop. Of course, uh, the Twitter handle at L-A-U-R-R-X underscore posted this back three days before Chris. Hashtag Hawkeye gag reel and there's a picture of it right here if you want if you of course check out um, If you, you would care to of course check out this tweet Of course if you are if you are one of those would like to see the gag reel for season one of Hawkeye from Disney plus and Who knows Disney plus may end up showing it themselves who knows but we'll definitely will definitely of course keep you We'll definitely, of course, keep you up to date with that. Our next story right here, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Don't Look Up debuts at number one on Netflix charts. 
The Witcher season two reigns for reigns for TV. New number one in the Netflix viewing charts this week with Don't Look Up racing to the top spot in this debut. The, uh, the satire sci-fi comedy claimed the number one spot in its first week with 111.03 million views for the week ending December 27th, despite only being released for three days. Don't Look Up features featured the strength of a major set of stars in the ensemble cast Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Blatchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, and many more. The Adam McKay directed film has survived some polarizing reactions critically. It stands at a 55% aggregate score on Rotten Tomatoes, while the audience score is better at 77%. The buzz built off Netflix's marketing of the film certainly boosted it. It remains to be seen how long it can hold on to the top spot. Coming in at number Number Sandra Bullock's The Unforgivable, which slipped from the number one spot. The dramatic thriller logged 26.6 million hours viewed and has now landed in the all-time top 10 for Netflix with 186.9 million total hours viewed. Bullock has done good business with Netflix in the past. Bird Box remains the number two all-time film in its first 28 days with 282.02 million hours viewed. Behind only the behemoth that was The Rock. Notice, speaking of The Rock, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw claimed the number three spot thanks to arriving on the service in several South American territories with 26.59 million hours. The non-English film category was led by the debut of the French family drama Vicky and Her Mystery, which logged 8.15 million hours viewed. It was followed by several other debuts, including Grumpy Christmas, 8.14 million hours, 1,000 miles. 6.94 million hours, Minio Morale, 5.99 million hours, and Stand By Me, Dor Dora Mion, 2, 2.99 million hours. The English TV series saw The Witcher Season 2 top the charts for a second week. The second run of the fantasy series had 168.46 million hours viewed this week, up from last week's 1.42.43 million. The second season in Paris launched at number two with 107.64 million hours while the first season of The Witcher was down a spot to number three with six with 60.67 million hours. Similar, similar, similarly, the first season of Emily in Paris was number four, leaping back into the charts on the strength of the second season's debut at 18.04 million hours. Number five was the third season of Titans, which is on the service internationally, 12.5 5 million hours. Finally, the fifth season of Money Heist maintained its stranglehold on the non-English TV show chart. The season ruled for a third week with 55.01 million hours viewed in its ninth week on the charts. The Queen of Flows season two held steady at number two in its fifth week with 39.98 million hours with the Silent Sea season one debuting at number three with 22.23 million hours. Season and one girl from Oslo launched at number four with 19.78 million hours, followed by Squid Game Season 1 at number five in its 15th week with 15.1 million hours. Of course, the full top right here on this page, ladies and gentlemen, you can come to this story. 
it will have the full top 10 sets right here for the week running between December the 13th and December the 19th. And of course, there's a lot of great, a uh, lot of great uh, stuff to watch right here, folks. If you're a fan of anything on Netflix, you can come and check out these lists in, here in the. Ladies and gentlemen, our next story here is something that this story came out yesterday, unfortunately, a very somber one here. Uh, this story came out yesterday, like we said, from Joseph Lee. As we, as we of course, had another passing for 2021, NFL icon John Madden sadly has passed away at the age of 85. Let's give you the story. The NFL has announced that John Madden, a former football coach turned NFL broadcasting legend, Sadly, has passed away at the age of 85. A cause of death was not revealed, although it was noted it was noted it happened unexpectedly yesterday morning. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said the following: On behalf of the entire NFL family, we extend our condolences to Virginia and their families. We all know him as the Hall of Fame coach of the Oakland Raiders and broadcaster, who worked for every major network. But more than anything, he was a devoted husband, father, and grandfather. Nobody loved football more than coach. He was football. It was an incredible sounding board to me and so many others. There will never, never, never be another John Madden, and we will forever be indebted to him for all he did to make football in the NFL what it is today. Madden was the head coach of the Oaks for 10 seasons, winning the team's first championship at Super Bowl XI over the Minnesota Vikings. He never had a losing season from 1969 to 1978 with a 103-32-7 regular season record. He was the youngest coach to ever to get over 100 wins, which he did at the age of 42. He's also the coach with the most wins in Raiders history and had the best winning percentage of an NFL head coach with a minimum of 10 seasons at .759. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006 as a coach. In a statement, the Raiders themselves said the Raiders' family is deep, deeply saddened by the passing of the legendary John Madden. Few individuals meant as much to the growth and popularity of professional football as Coach Madden, whose impact on the game both on and off the field was immeasurable. Pro Football Hall of Fame President Jim Porter said, added, the Pro Football Hall of Fame family mourns the passing of Coach Madden. Few, if any, have had as great an impact on the sport of professional football on so many different levels as Coach Madden. He was first and foremost a coach. He was a coach on the field, a coach in the broadcast booth, and a coach in life. He was dearly loved by millions of football fans worldwide. After he retired in 1979, he went into broadcasting as a color commentator for the NFL, which he did from 1979 to 2008. At that time, he became known as the voice of the game to a lot of people. He also won 16 Emmys for Outstanding Sports Analyst and Personality and a Lifetime Achievement Emmy Award. During that time, his name became recognizable to video game fans for the long-running Madden NFL franchise, which is still ongoing and will continue to use his name. Even if you didn't watch football, you likely saw him as a spokesman for Ace Hardware or Tenactin. He also occasionally on Hollywood projects, whether it was appearing as himself for Little Giants, or a parody of himself in The Simpsons. Of course, also, you remember, he and the late Pat Summerall were also played color commentators, oddly enough, 
in the movie The Replacements. 411 Mania, and of course, right here, ladies and gentlemen, in the WCWS Radio Network. Hereby send our heartfelt condolences to the family, friends, and many fans of John Madden. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 411 Mania has posted three clips, of course. Number one, a commercial that he did for the Athlete's Foot Remedy Tenactin from 1994. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the 1989 Ace Hardware commercial that that Coach Madden did. And also, of course, a clip from the movie Little Giants from 1994. What we are going to do, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to add these to our page, WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade. Uh, so that way, of course, like I said, we will definitely be remembering. Uh, we will post these in there so that way we could, of course, as our way of our tribute, part of our tribute to the legendary uh, coach, John Madden. And, of course, may he continue to, to may he, of course, rest in peace, of course. <clears throat> and, of course, like I said, And, 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 as, and of course, as the story said, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out that he was truly the voice of the NFL. There is no doubt about it. No one can ever replace that voice. No question. This story came out on Monday, ladies and gentlemen, as the showrunner for The Walking Dead endorses push for Norman Reedus to play Ghost Rider. There's been a push online to have Norman Reedus play Ghost Rider in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang is all fourth. Several people on social media have been posted as of late that Reedus, who plays Daryl Dixon in the AMC zombie drama, should be the person who brings Ghost Rider into the MCU. The speculation picked up after as ScreenGate notes, Reedus liked several tweets wanting him to take on the role. Kang, who has served as showrunner for Walking Dead since 2018 season 9, took to Twitter Monday to show her support writing the following, just saying Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider would be rad. And she posted that uh, on her Twitter account, at Angela Kang, if you wish to, on Monday, if you wish to read that. To be clear, there is no indication that an incarnation of Ghost Rider is coming to the MCU at this time. The character made their non-MCU Live-action debut through Nicolas Cage's portrayal in, in the two in the 2007 and its 2012 follow-up, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Another take later appeared in Agents of Shield with Gabriel Luna playing the Robbie Reyes version of the character. However, that series diverged from MCU canon in its later seasons and is not necessarily considered canon anymore as a result. But of course, ladies and gentlemen. If this is if there's a big push being made and all that, I'm sure Mr. Reedus is probably can possibly considering that sometime down the road. But we'll do that have to wait and see, of course, what will happen. But it will be, of course, in his it will be of course to Mr. Reedus. Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Monday as we have some items coming to Disney Plus in January, including Book of Boba Fett, Eternals, and more. Disney Plus has announced what's new to arrive on the service in January, including more episodes of the book of Boba Fett, Eternals. And the company has announced the content arriving next month, next month, which also includes the arrival of X-Men First Class and a new Marvel Studios assembled looking at the making of Hawkeye. 
here's some of the stuff right here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and go right to it. January the 1st, X-Men First Class. January 5th, Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, Season 4, which will be seven episodes. The Book of Bubba Fett, Chapter 2. January 7th, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days, Like Mike, Like Mike 2, and The Sandlot. January 12th, Eternals, and Chapter 3 of The Book of Bubba Fett. January 14th, Betty White Goes Wild, and also Catch That Kid. January 19th, Seasons 1 and 2 of Vets on the Beach. Also, Season 2 of The World According to Jeff Goldblum, which you have Episodes 6 through 10. Assembled, The Making of Hawkeye, and Chapter 4 of The Book of Boba Fett. January 26, Seasons 1 and 2 of Random Rings, and Chapter 5 of The Book of Boba Fett. And also on January 28, The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. It will be its premiere. So we can't wait to, of course, if you have access to Disney Plus, there are some of the items, of course, there are some of the items right there, of course, coming to, <clears throat> coming to here, of course, in the new, in the first month of the year. Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Monday as the runtime has been revealed for Sony's Morbius. Morbius has ended into theaters next month, and the runtime for the film has been revealed. Cinemark has revealed that the Marvel adaptation, which stars Jared, Jared Leto as the, as the main character, will run one hour and 48 minutes. The film is directed by Daniel Espinosa, Sazama, and Burke Sharpless. It will star Jared Leto, as well as Matt Smith, Adria Arjona, Jared Harris, Al McGrill, and Tyrese Gibson, and hits theaters on January 22nd. The hypnosis reads as follows. One of the most compelling and conflicted characters in Sony Pictures' universe of Marvel characters comes to the big screen as Oscar winner Jared Leto transforms into the emetic anti-hero Michael Wiss. Dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate, Dr. Morbius attempts, to attempts a desperate gamble well, at first, it seems to be a radical success. A darkness inside him is unleashed. Will good override evil, or will Morbius succumb to his mysterious new urges? Our next story here, folks. <coughs> Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Monday as we have a new trailer for the movie The Batman. It focuses on the bat and the cat. A new trailer has arrived from Matt Reeves' highly anticipated The Batman, and it explores Batman and Catwoman's relationship in the film, among other things. Warner Brothers Pictures released a new trailer on Monday. You can check it out right here on this page. In addition to showing us plenty of new footage of the Riddler played by Paul, we get a look at how Batman, played by Robert Pattinson, and Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz, interact with each other throughout the film. Warner Brothers has also revealed that the film will release on HBO Max on April 19th, just 46 days after its March 4th theatrical release date. It is directed by Matt Reeves from the script that he co-wrote with Peter Craig. The Batman stars Pattinson, Kravitz, Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Skarsgård, Annie Serkis, and Farrell. It is, of course, described as follows. Two years of stalking the streets as the Batman, played by Robert Pattinson, striking fear 
striking fear into the hearts of criminals, has led Bruce Wayne deep into the shadows of Gotham City with only a few trusted allies, Alfred Pennyworth, played by Andy Serkis, Lieutenant James, James Gordon, played by Jeffrey Wright, amongst the city's corrupt network of officials and high-profile figures. The lone vigilante has established himself as the sole embodiment of amongst his fellow citizens. When a killer targets Gotham's elite with a series of sadistic machinations, machinations, there you go, a trail of cryptic clues sends the world's greatest detective on an investigation into the underworld where he encounters such characters as Selena Kyle, also known as Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz, Oswald Cobblepot, also known as the Penguin, played by Colin Farrell, Carmine Falcone, played by Totoro, and Edward Nashton, also played by the Riddler, played by Paul Dano. As the evidence begins to lead closer to home and, and the, the scale of the perpetrator's plans become clear, Batman must forge new relationships, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abuse of power and corruption that has long plagued Gotham City. And ladies and gentlemen, we will actually post this trailer for for the new Batman movie also on our Entertainment Capital page as well. So be watching out for that, of course, here soon for, for a little bit of a preview. Our next story right here comes up here. Uh, on Sunday, of course, as Four Love Mania presents their box office report. Once again, Spider-Man No Way Home leads the crowded holiday weekend, and it does hit $1 billion worldwide. Uh, instead of going through, of course, the details, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to bring you, of course, your top 10 uh, movers here uh, <clears throat> uh, for, for, of course, the weekend, of course, of course around uh Starting, of course, with Christmas Eve all the way through, of course, uh, all the way through Sunday the 26th. Number one, Spider Man No Way Home, 81.5 million for this weekend, $467.3 million total, $1.054 billion worldwide. Number two, 23.8 million this weekend, 41 million total, 65.8 million worldwide. Number three, The Matrix Resurrections, $12 million this weekend, $22.5 million total, $69.8 million worldwide. Number four, The King's Man, $6.4 million this weekend, $10 million so far, and $16.9 million worldwide. Number five, American Adult, $6.2 million which I think this is his first weekend, so so far it has earned $6.2 million total and 6.2 million worldwide number six west side story 2.8 million this weekend <clears throat> uh 23.9 million total 36.3 million worldwide number seven licorice pizza 2.3 million this weekend 3.7 million total and also 3.7 million worldwide number eight a journal for jordan 2.2 million this is his first weekend, so this is what it started out with. So far, that's, that's what it has total and also worldwide. Number nine, Encanto, $2 million this weekend, $88.3 million total, $193.3 million worldwide. And number 10, 83, one point, and so far for this, this weekend, $1.8 million is what it's earned total and also, of course, worldwide. Uh, 
it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, that that uh, that it appears that, like I said here, that the Ghostbusters movie did not uh, that it did not that of course it did not uh, it did not make it into the holiday weekend. Uh, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you, I'm sure it is still available to go out to the theaters and look at it. So, but. <clears throat> But I cannot wait to hear the official numbers for, of course, this movie for Ghostbusters Afterlife because I would definitely love to see that myself. Jeremy Thomas posted this story back on Christmas Day itself, our last story of the evening. Peter Dinklage weighs in on the backlash over the ending of Game of Thrones. The final season of Game of Thrones was not warmly received by many fans, and Peter Dinklage recently shared his thoughts on why that was the case. The actor who played Tyron Lannister in the mega-hit series recently spoke with the New York Times and was asked about the eighth season and the show's ending. The final run was heavily criticized for its pacing and character turns, and Dinklage believes it has more to do with the fact that the show was ending and how the ending actually played out. Here are some highlights. George Arton wanted the show to have, a continue, to have continued for a couple more seasons. Dinklage says it was the right time, no less, no more. You don't want to wear out your welcome, although I'm not sure that show could have. But I think the reason uh, reason there was some backlash about the end is because they were angry, angry at us for breaking up with them. We were going off the air and, and didn't know what to do with their Sunday nights anymore. They wanted more, so they backlashed about that. We want, we, we had to end because of because what the show was really good at was breaking preconceived notions villains became heroes and heroes became villains if you know if you know your history when you track the progress of tyrants they don't start off as tyrants i'm talking about spoiler alert what happened at the end of game of thrones with that character change it's gradual and i loved how power corrupted these people what happens to your moral compass when you get a taste of power human beings are complicated characters you know on to the finale, Dinklage says they wanted the pretty white people to ride off into the sunset together. By the way, it's fiction. There's dragons in it. Move on. And, of course, he laughs a little bit about it. No, but the show subverts what you think, and that's what I love about it. Yeah, it was called Game of Thrones, but at the end, the whole dialogue when people would approach me on the street was, "Who is who's going to be on the throne? I don't know why that was their takeaway, because the show really was more than that. One of my favorite moments was when the dragon burned the throne because it sort of just killed the whole com that whole conversation, which is really irreverent and kind of brilliant on behalf of the show's creators. Shut up. It's not about that. They constantly did that where you thought one thing and they delivered another. Everybody had their own stories going on while watching that show, but nobody's was as good as what the show delivered, I think. So, so, so. There you have it there with, of course, some of your uh, pop culture news and views, courtesy once again of our friends at 411mania.com. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 141387-POUND. This is episode three, 286 and the very final edition of Outside the Ropes for 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw here, of course, here from the HQ here. As, of course, the rest of our panel, way too tough to handle, are, um, I'm sure, like I said, getting themselves prepared to, to take a gander 
at tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite, which, of course, we will definitely, of course, be highlighting a little bit, of course, when we have Revolution, episode 1087, uh, tonight at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound, in addition to some some more, to, to, to uh, of course, your wrestling news and views, and also, of course, your history provided by the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. We will also talk about what happened last night with NXT, and also we'll we'll we'll, we'll dive a little bit into, ladies and gentlemen, with of course uh, with the, the the day one pay per view, of course, and there'll be some other commentary about some of the other stories, of course, here of the day here as well. So be sure to listen into episode one thousand eighty seven of Revolution nine o'clock right here, of course. On the in the WCW US radio network, right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. As we said, caller ID 138055 pound. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get you up to date here on some pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. And of course, as we always do, ladies and gentlemen, we will present, of course, <clears throat> we will present it, of course, uh, of course, general public and, um, uh, history and birthdays, as well as, of course, from movies, television, music, and also sports. Let's go ahead and get right to it. First off, on this date in 1835, the Treaty of New Ekota is signed between the United States government and representatives of a minority Cherokee political faction to cede all lands of the Cherokee east of the Mississippi River to the United States. On this day in 1845, this Texas is in, at is admitted as the 28th state of the Union. I want to say in 1903, the French Equatorial Africa separates into Gabon, Chad, and Ubangi Shari. I want to say in 1911, Sun Yat-sen was elected the first president of the Republic of China. And on the day in 1997, Hong Kong began slaughtering all of its chickens to prevent bird flu. Today, one moment from moving on this date in 1913, the first movie serial called Adventures of, of Kathleen premieres in Chicago. Today in music history, on this day in 1902, Scott Joplin copyrights The Entertainer and several other piano rag compositions through the United States Copyright Office. And on this day in 1989, in sports history, Wayne Gretzky and Martina Navratilova is named Athletes of the Decade by the Associated on the state in 1860, ladies and gentlemen, the first British seagoing ironclad warship, the HMS Warrior, is officially launched. Some famous birthdays to talk about here today, ladies and gentlemen. Elizabeth of Russia was born on this date in 1709. She would pass away in 1762. Uh, Charles Goodyear, who I believe, of course, I think Goodyear Tires, I think was named after him, uh, was born on this day in 1809. Would pass away in 1860. President Andrew Johnson, who came, of course, after Lincoln was assassinated, was born on this date in 1808. He would pass away in 1875. William Gladstone, who was born on this date in 1809, passed away in 1898. Tom Bradley was born on this date in 1917. He would pass away in 1998. And Carles Puigdemont today celebrates his. His 15th day. Happy birthday to him. Some celebrity birthdays to talk about here today, ladies and gentlemen. Legendary 
television and movie actress Mary Tyler Moore was born on this date in 1936. Sadly, she would pass away in 2017. Legend, legendary football great Ray Nitschke was born on this date in 1936. He would pass away in 1998. Today, we want to wish a very, very happy birthday to legendary actor John Voight, who is the actually the real-life father, believe it or not, of Angelina Jolie. Some people did not know that. And David Boone, uh, I believe it might be he might be really you know, it might be a sports related celebrity. I'm not really sure, but today he celebrates his 61st birthday. So happy birthday to these folks here today. On a day in 1852, Emma Snodgrass was arrested in Boston wearing pants. <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we have to arrest JD because he does not wear any pants on the show sometimes. Some famous weddings here. We're just kidding, by the way. On this date in 1954, astronaut Buzz Aldrin, who was 24 at the time, marries jo Joan Archer. On this date in 1957, singing duo Steve Lawrence, who was 22 at the time, and Edie Gourmet, who was 29 at the time, married home of casino owner Belden Cattleman in Las Vegas. And on the stage in 1971, legendary crooner Tony Bennett, who was 45 at the time, marries actress Sandra Grant in Manhattan. They would divorce in 1983. Uh, speaking of divorces, on the stage in 2003, retired NFL quarterback John Elway, who was 43 at the time, divorces his first wife, Janet, Janet Buchan, 18 years of marriage. On the stage in and a couple here in 2006, so Sophia Bush, who was 24 at the time from the show One Tree Hill, divorces actor Chad Michael Murray, who was 25 at the time, for, for the reason of fraud after only five months of marriage. And as we said, legendary basketball great Michael Jordan, who was 43 at the time, divorces Juanita Vanoy, who was 47 at the time, irreconcilable differences after 17 years of marriage. Some other, some other, some passive, famous passings here in history. Thomas Beckett passed away on the state in 1170. Grigory Rasputin passed away on the state in 1916. Harold McMillan passed away on the state in 1986. Lita Gray passed away on the state in 1995. And Tony Gregg passed away in 2012. Uh, on a date in 1940, the German Luftwaffe were hammering the British Royal Air Force until a furious and frustrated Hitler changed the plan and possibly the outcome of the war. And he certainly, of course, did that, of course, right here. Um, let's go ahead and go to, of course, this uh, television um History and birthdays. On a day in 1806, Thomas Dibden's and Harlequin and Mother Goose, starring Joseph Grimaldi in his most famous clown performance, opens at the Covent Garden Theater in London. On a day in 1913, the first movie serial, Adventures of Kathleen, Kathleen, premieres in Chicago. On a day in 1932, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers' first joint movie, Flying Down the Rio, 
directed by Thornton Freeland, premieres in New York City. On his day, 1933, Sons of the Desert, a film directed by William A. Cedar, starring Laurel and Hardy, is officially released. On this day, 1937, a uh, wrestling-related moment here. Luthez defeats Everett Marshall in St. Louis to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. He is the youngest ever to do so. On this day, 1949, <clears throat> the first UHF TV station operating regular on a regular basis opens in Bridgeport, Connecticut. On this day in 1955, Barbara Streisand's first recording, You'll Never Know. Of course, she did this at the age of 13. And on this day in 1965, the fourth James Bond movie, Thunderball, which starred Sean Connery and Claudine, premieres in Tokyo. As you said, some famous birthdays here. Mary Tyler Moore was born on this day in 1936. She, sadly, she would pass away in 2017. And we do wish legendary actor once again john voigt a very happy 83rd birthday also some notable passings here lita gray passed away on this date in 1995. as we said some weddings right here uh as we said right here one tony bennett would marry actress sandra grant in manhattan but they would divorce at least 12 it was 12 years later of course in 1983. on the same 1997 Actress Kate Blanchett, who was 28 at the time, marries screenwriter Andrew Upton, who was 31 at the time, at the Blue Mountains National Park in New South Wales, Australia. On the day in 2004, Gillian Anderson from The X-Files, who was 36 at the time, marries former journalist and documentary filmmaker Julian Ozan, who was 42 at the time, on Sheila Island in Lamu, Kenya. On this day in 2005, actress Brie Williamson from One Life to Live, who was 26 at the time, marries surfer Josh Evans near the Fiore Flor Bianca Resort in Malpas, Costa Rica. Also in this day in 2006, Jane Moore, who was 36 at the time, marries Nikki Cox from the TV show Las Vegas, who was 28 at the time, at the Hotel Bel Air in Los Angeles. And one divorce, as we said, 2006, Sophia Bush divorces Chad Michael Murray uh, for something some, uh, for issues involving fraud, and they were only married five months up to that point. <clears throat> now your music history and birthdays here. On this day in 1857, Franz Liszt's Hunenschlag, oh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, premieres in Weimar. On a state in 1902, Scott Joplin copyrights The Entertainer and several other piano rag compositions through the United States Copyright Office. On a state in 1911, the San Francisco Symphony officially forms. On a state rape of Lucretia opens at Ziegfeld Theater, New York City, for 23 performances. On a state in 1982, a postage stamp featuring the late Bob Marley was issued in Jamaica. On the day, 1984, Blues took 27 shots against the Islanders in one period. I guess that was a sports-related thing there, I guess. On the day, 1993, Courtney Love sues doctors for leaking news of her methadone treatment. On the day, 1996, Dreams and Nightmares closes at the Martin Beck Theater in New York City. 
some notable birthdays here <clears throat> in music on the state in 1563 francesco maria guatoli was born in and carpi duche of mandina and reggio reggio he was a composer of italian descent he would pass away in 1628. 1967, Amé Ambrose Simon Le was born in Brussels, Belgium. He was a composer of French descent, even though he was born in Belgium. He would pass away in 1866. On this date in 1813, Etienne Joseph Sobray was born in Liege, Belgium. He was a composer of Belgian descent. He passed away in 1871. And on the state in 1850, Tomas Breton was born in, in Blanca, Spain. He was a conductor and composer of Spanish descent. He would pass away in 1923. Some notable passings here in music. On the state in 1558, Hermann Fink, a composer of German descent, passes away at the age of 31. On the state in 1630, Johann Stoppart van der Weel, a lawyer, pastor, and lyricist of Dutch descent passes away at the age of 51. On the same, 1785, Johann Heinrich Roll, a composer, sadly passes away at the age of 69. And on the same, 1822, Albert Christophe Diaz, a painter, engraver, and biographer of German descent, passes away at the age of 67. Uh, of course, as we two of them here, as we have noted here, of course. 1957, Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet would marry, uh, would would get married, of course, at the home of casino owner Bill Cattleman, Kelman in Las Vegas. In 1971, Tony Bennett would marry actress Sandra Grant in Manhattan. However, they would divorce in 1983. Now let's check out your sports history and birthdays here, folks. On this date in 1906, uh, Stanley Cup, Montreal Arena, and Westmount, Quebec. The Wanderers beat the New Glasgow, beat New Glasgow, seven to two for for uh, seventeen to five aggregate challenge series victory. On this date in 1933, New York Yankees owner Jacob Ruppert refuses to release future Baseball Hall of Fame slugger Babe Ruth to manage the Cincinnati Reds. On the state, 1934, first collegiate basketball doubleheader is played at Madison Square Garden in New York as New York University beats Notre Dame 25-8. Westminster edge, edges St. John's 37-33. As we said, 1937, Luthes defeats Everett Marshall in St. Louis to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. He is, of course, the youngest ever. On the state in 1940, the third NFL All-Star game, the Chicago Bears beats the NFL All-Stars 28 to 14. On the state in 1945, Montreal right wing Maurice Richard scores twice in Canadians 5 to to the Chicago Blackhawks to record his 100th NHL career goal, reaches mark in 145 games, then fastest in history, has since been broken by Mike Balsey, who had 100 goals and 129 games. <clears throat> On this date in 1955, NHL officials wear new vertically striped black and white sweaters for the first time in Montreal, Canadians 5-2 win over the Toronto. And also in the state in 1957, the National Football League Championship 
at Briggs Stadium in Detroit. The Lions defeat the Cleveland Browns 50-14. to Lions score two touchdowns in each quarter. As we said, of course, your ladies and gentlemen, Ray Nish was born on this date in 1936. He would pass away in 1998. And David Boone today turns 61. Also, we lost Tony Gregg in 2012. Some weddings, of course, here, folks, in 19, on this day, 1984. Major League Baseball player Paul, Paul O'Neill, who was 21 at the time, marries his childhood sweetheart, Neville Davis, in Columbus, Ohio. I'll say 19, also 1984, and Major League Baseball player Mark McGuire, who was 21 at the time, marries Kathleen Hughes. I'll say in 1990, Olympic gymnast Mary Lou Retton marries Shelley. And I'll say in 2005, Bree Williamson from the TV show One Life to Live. So I think it's a soap opera, One Life to Live, marries surfer Josh Evans in Costa Rica. Uh, of course, two divorces here, folks. 2003, of course, uh, retired quarterback John Elway divorces his first wife, Janet Janet Buchan, after 18 years of marriage. And also 2006, NBA basketball star Michael Jordan was divorced Illinois to the irreconcilable differences after only 17 years of marriage. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there. There you have it there, of course, here with... Uh, uh, with your um, with your uh, pop culture history and uh, on your your pop culture history and and birthdays here for us here today. Uh, just one second here, folks, and we'll get right to some uh, rest some 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 little quick wrestling news. Tidbits here. Give us just one second here. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we do have, of course, uh, three. We do have uh, three wrestling stories to bring you here, of course, before we leave out here for the evening. Uh, our first story of the evening here, of course, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Jim Ross has officially announced that he is officially cancer-free. Jim Ross took to Twitter today to announce that he is now 100% cancer-free. After undergoing radiation treatment for skin cancer, Ross had over 20 treatments. He also confirmed that he'll be working tonight's episode of AW Dynamite in Jacksonville, his first in a month. He wrote, I'm cancer-free. We did it. See you tonight on hashtag AW Dynamite at 8 Eastern. This is coming from his tweet, his Twitter account at JRSBBQ. If you wish to, of course, uh, uh, if you wish to, of course, check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story right here with some WWs as Timothy Stratton debuts on NXT. 
and also Zion Quinn cost Santos Escobar a match. Timothy Stratton made her debut on tonight's ep- on last night's episode of NXT, picking up a win. Stratton debuted on the brand after several vignettes aired over the past few weeks, and believe it or not, she de- defeated F- Fallon Henley. We will post this video, ladies and gentlemen, in the NXT Facebook page so everyone can take a look at this. Santos Escobar faced Solo Sioka in a match on, on last night's show that came up short due to outside factors. Zion Quinn came down to the ring to talk to Electra Lopez and demand a decision on whether she's with him or Legado del Fantasma, leading to Escobar attacking him. That distraction allowed Sikoa to get the win, of course, and, of course, we'll post this video, of course, as well in the NXT USA. You can go back and take a gander at that there as well. Our next wrestling tidbit right here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story uh, yesterday as superstar Billy Graham signs a new five-year nostalgia contract with WWE. Superstar Billy Graham is signed to a new deal with WWE under what he calls a nostalgia contract. The WWE Hall of Famer posted to Facebook to note that he has signed a deal office for five years knowing that he cannot disclose details. WWE has most of its legends under what is known as a legends contract, which could be assumed that but is not confirmed to be what Graham is referring to. Here's the full announcement, of course, as he posted, of course, as he posted, of course, as we said on, on Facebook here, folks. Hello, fans everywhere. This is an official statement to me, by me, to inform everyone that I have signed a five Year contract with the WWE. I, of course, cannot discuss the details of my contract. I want to personally thank Vince McMahon for offering this opportunity to me, and I hope that it will be profitable for the WWE and for myself from superstar Billy Graham. So, so if we have any more details coming in about any of that here, folks, we will, of course, let you know about this as well. And Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight, here as well. I last as Jimmy Yang clarifies his WWE producer role exit. Jimmy Yang is pushing back on reports that he voluntarily exited his role as a producer for WWE. As previously reported, Yang, whose real name is James Yoon, is no longer working for WWE in the role, with the original report stating that Yang decided the position wasn't for him and opted to move on. PW Insider has now updated the original report with a statement from Yang, which read, ago, WWE chose not to move forward with me being a producer, and I was perfectly fine with their decision. Yang also said, I don't particularly appreciate seeing this narrative saying that I quit. It takes a lot for me to quit anything. And we'll do some talking about some of this and some of these other, uh, some of our, some more wrestling stories, of course, here coming up here, uh, coming up here, of course, uh, tonight on WCW US Revolution episode 1080. 138055 pound coming up here at 9 o'clock p.m. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for listening to episode number 286 of WCWUS Outside the Ropes. I also want to thank you for, of course, checking out WCWUS Outside the Ropes over the past year here in 2021. Of course, we did make several adjustments, of course, throughout the year. Uh, but nevertheless, here, folks, we did. We, of course, like I said, bring in, of course, the best in pop culture news. 
and also pop culture history and, and also when we started doing pop culture history and birthdays and we of course we hope to expand a little bit on outside the ropes here uh, in 2022 of course that's what we plan to do with all of our shows here but of course you can always go back on talkshoe.com and check out a lot of our past episodes and you can get your take as to everything we have been we have talked about here and what we have showcased in terms of our shows so be sure to of course go back and listen to outside the ropes as well as of course our, all of our other shows including revolution wolfpack raw radio and so forth and we love to hear what you have to say about each and every single one of them of course here indeed please uh, on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening uh, of course, don't forget, we will, of course, be on here, like I said, 138055 pound for 1087 of Revolution. And of course, as we will, of course, bring you your wrestling news and views from 411 Mania. We will also, of course, John and Justin will be provided tonight's wrestling and pop culture, history, and birthdays. <clears throat> also, of course, we will get everybody's thoughts and opinions about last night's edition of NXT. And also, of course, we'll get you some highlights in from from and some results in from tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, and of course we did have, of course, several, several stories, of course, uh, making making arounds here. Of course, include someone being released from once again being released from WWE. Uh, apparently, WWE is not going to probably stop doing this, of course, as they may, of course, continue to play the company, of course, going into the new year. So. So Vince McMahon Bear, of course, better start be watching what he's doing and being very, very careful in that respect. But that we'll save that, of course, for Revolution episode one thousand coming up here at nine o'clock. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and stay safe, of course, throughout the new year. Uh two thousand twenty two, of course, we'll be definitely bringing a full of surprises. And of course, we'll definitely, of course, bring a lot of stuff to we'll definitely bring you a lot of stuff, of course, here on the table. And we will continue to, of course, <clears throat> do what we do, everything, of course, humanly possible to improve on all of our shows here in the radio network. And we look forward for Outside the Ropes to become, of course, uh, once again, a very highly, once again, of course, the, dom- the most dominant pop culture uh, podcast, of course, here, <clears throat> here, uh, here, of course, here of all time. And, of course, one of the best here in the WCWUS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please please take care and God bless. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, ladies and gentlemen, the WCWUS radio network. We'll talk at you on Revolution 1087 coming up here at 9 o'clock. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your evening. God bless, and please stay safe.
to the WCWS Radio Network.